Aku merasa saya manusia kepada masuan dirimu. Masuku bururubu syuku murumasyam darama. Shibadu sa calabaru sikecu sami falu kapi pali brasu caya mandu sakabayandi. Libru syacaya baduru syuku murumasyam darama suka badaba. Ibru si kataya badu saka bayang dada basu kabayang diri budi andu si krese tebe blazaris god andu kabayanti. Ibrantu sabayang tada basu kabrayang diri budi andu rubu si kebele debe seketura basia baha. Lebru si kebre vrasu taya bahan tada baha de si kebele debo. Ibrantu skali vrasu tali braka basha taya baraba baha. Mande bede boko dodo boshi kebre yang tesoka payanti bre yang tesaka dada bahadi sedi balu fasi paki papi fali abu saha dada baha. Namun didi boshi kabayan didi bre yeso tada basha kabarada ba. Masha kabarada masha kabarada masha kabarada boshi kebre debe. Ye brosa tali bre kesi brosi keboro bosho kobodo bakabaya. Nandu skadi pasuta libra adusi hadabayandi skebedede posi ketese pese kebodia Nimrosta pahante sike sukure boshi adadabaha Nimontalabashi keboroboshi kabarabahadis balodosi antarabrayandeli kaboyada We have Nana Benin on... Hello, I... yeah, I can hear you Okay Oh, you're welcome, uh, Nana Welcome Nice to meet you, I'm Makafi Hi, Makafu. Yes. And I'm Emmanuel. Makafu, would you like to hey, give him a, a brief about what we've been doing here, asking what this platform is all about? <laughs> okay, sure. Um, well, first of all, it's um, this this thing is nothing um, official. This is we're just trying to migrate what we usually did on weekends to a Zoom platform because of Corona. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, the CX Hub has existed um, for the past um, two years, and we just seek to connect with um, people of our age, like youth, um, between a certain age, say from twenty to like thirty-five. Um, and I, I, it's important that we did this because uh, we wanted to create a space where people could truly understand who they were in christ and have a place where they can ask questions after studying where they could feel free and just have fun um, as christians and so we opened the hub in east legon and we set that up and decorated the place and everything and that's where we 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 met often and so we've migrated here and it's still the same space for us all sorts of questions can be asked. Um, all sorts of people are invited, and it, it's just a place to feel free to learn and to grow into the people that we are in Christ. Okay, uh, it's good to know. It's similar to something that happens in Islegon. It's called dwellers, dwellers in the Lord, in the Word. This is uh, another group that does the same thing, but it's not online. That's awesome. I think That's I think great. where we are going now, um, a lot of Christians uh, or 
young Christians are looking for uh, something a little bit different. So I, I'm excited about what you we'll see coming in the future because we are a lot of these things need to actually spring up for for us to grow um, because the current um, systems and infrastructures may not be able to cater to all our our needs. So it's, it's nice to hear every time when I, I, I hear that there are new things coming up every day. Wow. We have um, Rodney on. Rodney, how are you? How has your weekend been? Um, my week was actually awesome. I hope it's better now. Uh, yeah, it's better. Yeah. And, uh, and as much as we want this quarantine to end soon, um, I'm beginning to adapt. Like, I'm beginning to get some things done. Some things I should have done a long time ago. And I'm happy for that. So. That's great. That's great. We also have Kwabna Sari joining. Yeah. So um, we will pray so that we can start because we want to stick to our time. Um, today I've been praying and instead of continuing the part two, I want us to do questions and answers. So we'll recap what we did Yay. in the first part. Then we can do questions and answers because we need to pour out more questions and get clarity from the word. Remember yesterday uh, on Thursday, we didn't finish answering our questions. And if I keep saying we'll answer it tomorrow, we'll answer it tomorrow, and I continue teachings, we'll have we'll have like some uh, uh, surplus. And I'm kind of saying accounting term deficit or yeah. surplus uh-huh. that we will not um, 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 cover. And so today I want to take time so we cover most of the things. Then we so uh, after the prayer, I'll give us a, a summary of what we've been doing. Then we can ask questions then we answer them, then we have a wonderful discussion. So today, actually, everybody here is it's a great blessing. You get to contribute, you get to ask questions, you get to put forth your arguments, not argument per se, but arguments, yeah. So um, let's say a prayer. Father, in the name of Jesus, we want to thank you. We rejoice because you hear us always, and we thank you that you hear us always. Father, Lord, we rejoice with joy unspeakable because we have the privilege of meeting together like this. And Father, Lord God, when we meet together like this, because we are born again, we have access into the deep things of God. We thank you that revelation knowledge today will flow freely. Burdens will be lifted off, and whatsoever is not planted by you is rooted out. We give you glory that clarity is gotten through your word. And at the end of the day, our lives will never be the same again. In Jesus' mighty name, I pray with thanksgiving. Amen. All right. So, um... For the, since we started, we've been looking at the character of God, the misconception about who God really is. And we started off by seeing from Genesis 1.30, according to Moses' account of the creation story, he said everything that God made was very good. Everything that God made was very good. And the question we ask ourselves anytime we quote the scripture is, is sin good? Is evil good? Are diseases good? Is death good? And then we go to the the next chapter, Genesis 2, verse 1. And we see that it says that God finished his work and he rested. So if everything God made was good, he finished his work and rested. That means after that era, the evil and stuff that came, where did it come from? Then we went on to see that God is a giver. We went on to see that God is a giver. For God so loved the world that he gave. Then we went on to understand from John chapter 1, all throughout John chapter 1, the appearance of Jesus, 
Jesus, according to John chapter 1, verse 18, was the revelation of God. Because John 1, 18 said that no man had seen God at any time, the only begotten, whom the Father had declared, who was in the bosom of the Father, the Father had declared. So Jesus came to defend, explain, and reveal the character of God. Before Jesus came, people had a mindset about God. They had, there was a something they call uh, 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 a progressive revelation in the Old Testament. So when God appears to them in a certain way, they call him Jehovah Jireh, Jehovah Shammah, Jehovah Nisi, Jehovah Rohi, Jehovah Raphael. They gave him names according to how he appeared to them. And Jesus came to completely reveal the character of God. We see in John chapter 14, verse 7, Jesus saying that, if you have seen me, you have seen the Father. I do nothing unless my Father tells me, I and my Father are one. Jesus keeps saying that, if you've seen me, you've seen the Father. What I say is from the Father. The Father and I are one. And so we see Jesus Christ coming to reveal God's character and set the record straight. Then we see in 1 John chapter 5, verse 20, saying that, and we know that the Son of God has come and has given us an understanding that He is the true God. Jesus Christ is the everlasting God. And so whatever we don't see in Jesus is not found in God. Then we went on to see concerning this whole pandemic and what has been coming up, coronavirus is from God, God is punishing us, God wants us to repent, God wants us to be what, 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 what. And we went on to see what James spoke about temptation in John chapter, James chapter 1 verse 13. Where in the verse 16, he said, Do not err, my beloved brethren. Every good and every perfect gift comes from above. And in the verse 13, he said, Let no man say when he's tempted of God. When he's tempted, that he's tempted of God. For God cannot tempt with evil. We paused there. And then we went on to see, uh, how about all throughout the scripture, the misconceptions about God tempting people. We saw Sodom and Gomorrah, and we brought clarity and saw that truly, truly from Sodom and Gomorrah, it's not God that sends the fire. We have the recording, so we can share it to those who don't have it. Then we went on to see Noah. Really, really, it's not God that sent the flood. Then we went on to see Job. Job said a lot of things. We analyzed Job and realized that really, 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 it is not God that brought the problems on Job. So then we ended at rightly dividing the word of truth, which is going through everything that James said, looking at the original version, and then also understanding what is causing the misconception. We understood that wrong teachings, wrong information can fill your reasoning and it can inform your reality. And so if you are taught wrongly, you believe wrongly, therefore you live wrongly. And so we went through all this journey and we have the recordings and we ended the first part on Thursday. And on Thursday, a lot of questions came, came up. On Thursday, we had people asking questions. So uh, 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 Moses said, God tempted Abraham. Where did that come from? We answered it. And then the final question that we couldn't answer was 2 Timothy 2.15 where Adote brought up um, 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 a scripture and said that 2 Timothy 2.15 says, Steady to show thyself approved, the workman needing not to be ashamed. Approved unto God. And so it means that you are studying so that God will approve you. So if you don't study, you are not approved by God. That was where we ended. Even on Thursday, we went overboard. And we wanted to find answers to that. So it's still in line with the temptation. It means that God tempts you to make sure that you are his son. And we saw that, why will God tempt you? It means he doesn't, he doesn't know the outcome. God is trying you because he doesn't know the outcome. He's not all-knowing. Is that what it means? That God is tempting you so that he'll see how you react. Then that doesn't mean God has, that means God doesn't know you. God is trying you. He's trying you to see what you would do. Then if you do it, you see, Abi, I said it, I got you. 
or you can prove him wrong. Is that really God's character? And we brought clarity that God doesn't need to tempt you for anything. He's all-knowing. He knows what will happen. He knows your outcome. Therefore, why would he tempt you? And we looked at Ephesians chapter 2, verse 10. The scripture that says, For we are his workmanship, created unto good works. That means we are God's workmanship. We are God's product. And I said, I am involved in production. Like, I mean, I'm, I'm into production of dried fruits. When I make the dried fruit, I don't test it when I put it on the shelf of ShopRite. I test it before it gets to go on the shelf of ShopRite. So uh, that was where we got to. So uh, today, I wanted people to bring questions and answers. And I wanted us to answer the questions, discussion, bring out what your thoughts are about it. Is God evil? Is God the one causing this pandemic? Is God, does God punish people to teach them a lesson? Does, 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 does God kill people to make a point, to make a statement? So before we get into the, that, I want to answer Adote's question. I don't want to leave that unanswered because this will be recorded so that when we send to him, he will have the answer. 2 Timothy 2.15. 2 Timothy 2.15. And before I tackle 2 Timothy 2.15, I'd like to reiterate something that we said. The Bible originally was not written in English. The Bible originally was not written in verses and chapters. The Bible, the Old Testament, was written in Hebrew. And the New Testament, which is Acts to Revelation, so let's first tackle Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, which is called the Synoptic Gospels. Jesus spoke Arabic, Aramic, and some of them spoke Greek. And Acts to Revelation was written in Greek. Then it was translated into Latin before English. English is just thousand, about 1,400 years old. The King James English version is 400 years old. And English keeps revolving. If you listen to our past voice notes, I kept saying it. English keeps evolving. Now we have Canadian English, American English, we even have African English, Pigeon. And so English keeps revolving. So there is a need that sometimes we go to the original language that was used to be able to get what it was saying. And we do not do incisions here, incisions where we pick the scripture and allow our mind to interpret it. So we force our mind to let the scripture say what we want it to say. Instead, we do exegesis. And exegesis is allowing the scripture to interpret itself. So sometimes to understand in context, you need to read the pretext, the context, and even the post-text. You don't just pick it out and then force your mind to say what it wants to say. And you teach to people, it enters their conscious mind, then it informs their reasoning, and it and it determines their life. It's very important that we, we, we know this. So in 2 Timothy 2.15, I'm reading the King James Version, then I'll read the Amplified Version, then we can look for the Greek words that's there. What was the question? Adote said, we have to study to prove to God. We are proving to God that we are worthy to be his children. And so that is a form of trial. God is trying us to see. So if you don't study, then it means you fail God's test to be approved by him. So we are going to look at that. Then in the next five minutes, then we can delve into questions and answers. So the King James says, study to show thyself approved unto God, a workman that needed not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. The Amplified Version says, study and do your best to present yourself to God approved. Study and do your best to present yourself to God approved. A workman, into bracket, tested by trial. Tested by trial. Who has no reason to be ashamed, 
accurately handling and skillfully teaching the word of truth. So we are going to look at the original word, the Greek word for approved. The Greek word for approved is the, is the word dokimon. I hope I'm pronounced D-O-K-I-M-O-N, dokimon, which is gotten from the word dekomai, dekomai, D-E-C-H-O-M-A-I, D-E-C-H-O-M-A-I, which means to receive or to accept. So it is not necessarily you are studying to pass the test of God. It means to receive or to accept. So we need to now take the word in context. In 2 Timothy chapter 1, we see Paul writing to his protege Timothy, telling him that, hey Timothy, what you have learned from me, stick to it. Don't sway. In fact, if you read the whole 1 Timothy, 2 Timothy, you see Paul admonishing Timothy that, listen, be focused, stick to preaching the word of God, stick to teaching Christ. So the word study there is the Greek word, be diligent, be constant, be diligent, stand by it. Make sure you stand behind it at any cost. Stand by it and present it. Then we see in the verse 15, he comes to now tell Timothy that you need to be diligent and do your best to present yourself God approved. Now, if the word approved there means to receive and accept, then it means you study to show that you have received God and you have been received by God. It doesn't mean you are trying to prove to God that you know. You study to show that you have been accepted by God and you have received God. It lies in knowing who you are in Christ, that you are accepted in the kingdom. That is why the word diligence was used for study, which, which, which means to always present constantly or to stand by it, abide by it. So if you read from verse 1, you will get what the Apostle Paul was trying to do. And the verse 15 explains it more. He was simply saying, Timothy, stick to the word of truth at all times, regularly, regardless of what may come. It is by you being diligent, that is by studying, that shows that you have accepted God and you have been accepted by him. So if you read the verse 14 before the verse 15, he said, of these things put in remembrance, charging them before the Lord that they strive not about words to no profit, but to the subverting of the hearers. Make sure you stick to it. Now, the born again experience is made effective by us knowing the character of God, knowing who God is, knowing who we are in him, what we have in him and what he can do through us. It's very important because the perception you have about God determines the kind of relationship you have with him. The perception you have about him determines the kind of relationship you have with him. So I'll stop here. Then we can take questions and start our discussion. We will send, uh, if you are new here, don't worry. We'll make sure we send you the recordings. We record every Zoom meeting and you can follow up. You can follow it up and you it will all make sense to you. So I'm open to questions. I'm open to suggestions. I'm open to, does God kill? Does he do evil? Is the coronavirus God's way of punishing us so we can repent? Open discussion. Okay, one. Um, yes, sir. Two things. So, okay, let me just go on. So, are we? Are you? Are we 
dwelling on um, what you just said um, with regards to uh, Adutis question or that is done for now that is done for now unless anybody has any question or anything to say about it regarding studying to show yourself approved approved yeah you know that was from we thinking that god tempts us and so we need to show god that Charlie, we can pass his tests and trials okay okay all right i will i will i also leave the floor open for people to start <laughs> but i don't crowd yeah and guys uh, um, uh, yeah. yeah okay so i I nearly asked, okay, the misconceptions are a lot as we go through the Old Testament. I think yeah. basically the Old Testament, they were confused. So you can find a lot of misconceptions in the Old Testament. Um, I want to know if going forward, we can still bring more up, or today is the final, like today we are killing misconceptions. Today's oh, no, 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 no. It's open. We'll continue the misconceptions. We'll continue it all throughout. We just ended part one, and the part one was explaining the character of God, trying to understand who God really is. But we'll continue the misconceptions, and we'll study the Word of God to see what it really meant, why they said why, what what they said. So we haven't ended at all. Okay. So I I would like if in the near future we would look at the story of Joseph. Um, Joseph as in uh, the patriarch Joseph uh, he was tempted by you know Potiphar's wife and all that God had to do that to test him whether he was uh, uh, chased before blessing him so, are you the one saying it or the Bible said that God had to test him to find that he was chased that's what that's what I I had. I'm yet to confirm whether it's exactly in the scripture like that. Okay. But that's what green up. That's what. So that's what has led. To, <laughs> so that's what has. <laughs> that's what has led to a misconception that almost I think everyone had that. Um, growing up, if you go and do this, if you go and do that, you will not pass your test. If you are not a virgin, you you never. You like the moment you break your virginity means your head will go empty. Like uh, you will never be close to God again. Hey, sir. And all that. Yeah. You know. Fantastic. Yeah, it has to do with chastity and all that. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. I don't know if we would go to that. If we would go into. We we will go through that. We will look at the story of Joseph. We are, we, we looked at Job. Yeah. We looked at Job, right? We looked at yeah. Elijah. We will look at um, the story of Joseph too. One interesting thing to notice, did Jesus tempt anyone with evil to find out their action? Do we all agree that Jesus is the revelation of God? I would like to hear our take on that. Um, yep. By revelation of God, maybe, can you say it in different words? Like, I'm, I'm just to find out okay so jesus is the explanation of god jesus came to explain god to us he came to reveal god's character to us he came to set the record straight about who god is to us uh, john 1 18 
maybe we should read John 1.18. Maybe. We should just read it. It's a lot. It's the whole John, but I, I don't want us to read the whole John because today I want us to have a discussion. So John 1.18, it, it says that no man had seen God at any time. The only begotten son, which is in the bosom of the father, he had declared him. And this was the first debate that came up when we started the heart. Because really, really, what John is saying, is it true that no man had seen God? Because we were told in Sunday school, though we answered it, but I'd love to find it. We were told in Sunday school that Moses saw God. So then, um, that is why we are saying Jesus is the revelation of God. The scriptures are a lot. John 14, 7, uh, 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 John 14, 6. It's, it's, it's a lot. First John 5, 20. So, open discussion. Mr. Nathan, please, what's your question? Um, no, I was just trying to, you know, when someone um, throws a big word at you and explains it using bigger words. Oh, okay. <laughs> so I, I just wanted to clarify. Yes, please. Good. Okay, thank you. <laughs> um, I want to jump in with something. So <clears throat> I'm, I'm taking the side that... Um, Let's let's assume because I don't know anybody's stance that we are in control of um, our lives. By that, I I don't mean that's like we are the absolute um, architects or authorities. But I mean that the way that we live our lives is guided by how we act, and so and also that's backed by saying that um, God has given us dominion over um, what He has entrusted to us. Okay, um, so if that is true, then um, how do I say this without? If if that is true, then why do we why do we need? That means we don't need God in any way with regards to our lives right now. It, it goes back to the question of why we pray, um, because if god is not involved in the affairs of man as uh, we, we are claiming let's say for example that he doesn't teach us he doesn't um, chastise us he doesn't help us to grow um, by the activities that go on in our lives then what is the what is the real reason for the relationship that we have with him does it make sense? To me, it does. I don't know if it does to the other, to others. Maybe, maybe you can simplify my question. I don't know. So MK is saying that Genesis chapter one verse number twenty says, "Let us create man and let them have dominion over the earth." Let them. He didn't say let us. So if man has dominion over the earth and man's uh, activities have has consequences. So we pollute the earth and we see climate change, global warming, blah, 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 blah. That means we can fix it. So then what's the rule of God then? Because if, MK, I hope I'm saying it right. Yes, yes. Yes, because if we have been given charge of the earth, our activities shows, like comes up with consequences, why then do we need God? Yeah, so that means, so what I'm trying to say is that in that wise, human beings are their own 
are making up their own trials and tests. Mm-hmm. Okay. You can put that one down. Anybody can come up with their their question. I think we'll take about let's take today we are increasing number. Let's take like four. Um question. Okay. And and then we'll discuss. We have about 13 minutes to go, so there's more time. Yeah. Okay. Um can I jump in? Yes, please. Um, I wanted to know if it's just questions or you can give contributions. Please, you can give contributions. You can tell us, like, give 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 contributions. It's question and answers, and I'm not the only one bringing the answers. All of us. Cool, cool, cool. Um, I like the last points Makafu um, made, um, which is said um, human beings are their own. Um, I, I can't I for, I can't really quote you but you said human beings are making up their own tests right our yes. own our own trials and temptations yeah, yeah. cool so it, it just took me back actually this whole conversation took me back to uh, some bible studies I was part of some time back with a very awesome dude um about the nature of the effects of sin so all of this I, uh, we we looked into the Bible to find out why is all of this happening. Funny enough, back then that um, discussion we didn't have any major pandemic or anything, so it, it wasn't really relatable until like now. Um, so why is all this happening? Or the second part of that discussion was why does God allow bad things happen to His children or good people? Um, looking into it, we went, we zoomed straight into what McCaffrey said that human beings are the causes of uh, their own trials and temptations. To be more concise, the the problem of the nature of sin and the effects of sin, and then we had to go into what sin is and the effects of it. Now we came up with. Um, about three or four causes now why does this happen right the first reason could be um, in in analyzing why things happen you have to pick one of these three or four things or it could be all of it the first one I caused it myself right the effect of a bad thing happening to you happening to you or sin is one I caused it myself. Um, I can't really find my notes on uh, on the Bible verses that we used, but um, I hope I can get some someone to help out later on. Um, okay. Me, me causing it myself. The second one is the this bad thing is happening because of some sin someone did. Right. I'll I'll go into just it is not related to. Um, what people usually say that uh, some generational sin is causing me no 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 what i'm actually talking about is with this example say um my car breaks down and i i'm in a curve i know i'm supposed to put a triangle in the road to alert other drivers but i don't and then those guys get an accident because they didn't see me in time whoever was part of that accident will ask themselves god why is this happening to me right now it's the cause of someone else's sin that's the second one 
the third one is okay why is this happening the third one is it's an act of nature um an act of nature for example 2000 and was it six the tsunamis those were acts of nature but someone would ask god why did you let the tsunami thing break down the church while people were praying right act of nature uh things that have been set in motion by god from the time he created the world right it's been set in motion it's not now he's coming to um cause the earthquake to happen or cause a tsunami to happen it's set and forget basically that's what god did so th- those are acts of nature um now these three things uh the main things that you should consider when you're trying to figure out what is happening to me right now um the fourth thing um which is like a bonus thing is god allowing it now to just a brief explanation of this one happening is um let's look at job classic example god a classic example of god allowing something to happen um within the midst of the council of heaven satan was there the bible says that i'm i'm paraphrasing but i think i can open it later on satan was there and the guy really actually petitioned god are you you know this your guy job uh make i just handle him right and god did not call satan to go and tempt job god allowed it to happen that's one of the natures of god that um people really dispute and don't understand god allowing something to happen well it's because he is god um i almost wish i didn't know this discussion was on zoom so maybe uh, i'm a bit sad that i missed the first part but i don't know if you've already mentioned it but god oh, don't allows... worry about it if you <laughs> okay god allows this thing to happen like the same way he allows the acts of nature to happen right the one last mini example of it is when the father of pharisees or sadducees they they brought some blind guy to jesus and they were like yo this guy has been blind from birth is it that his family did some sin to god or blah 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 and jesus looked at the guy and said to them that it is not the result of his father's sins but it is because god would want to show his glory and power through this person right so god allows some of these things to show his dominion to show that yeah me i be the capital g you know and funny enough right after christ said that he healed the man the blind man right there and then so that's the major points to it to reveal his own greatness um zooming all of these three or four reasons back into coronavirus we can look into it and ask and apply these litmus tests to it that did we cause it me that i'm sitting behind a microphone and my laptop did, did i cause coronavirus no maybe if i was like a biological scientist i would have but 
nah, it's not me this time. Um, did someone else cause this? Hmm, there are quite a lot of theories nowadays, seeing, seeing some Chinese research and blah, blah, blah. Those were the same theories for Ebola. Um, so th that's a question mark I can't answer myself because I don't know the true facts. Is it an act of nature? Well, maybe. Um, some people say COVID existed before, right? It's just that this is a new strain. The thing has mutated. It has adjusted to trying times. Right now it's using iPhone X. Um, so we... <laughs> <laughs> so we, we, we have to uh, also update our, our our medical research to to try and find out its cure right and the final thing god allowing it okay if it was set by someone why well god allowed it why to show his greatness so these are what i apply when i look at um coronavirus and uh, no matter the bad coming out of it the good out of it is immense that yeah people are not going to church but then now there are churches in every house right mm, mm, mm. um uh, there's the countries that were like yo look at look at look at rome literally Italy, Rome, where they, they, they say, quote-unquote, I'm doing air quotes, so imagine air quotes, that Rome is where God is, like, you know, that is the hardest hit, like, they didn't see it coming in any way, right? Um, yeah. It's just showing, if, if I'm to apply the last point of God allowing it to reveal his greatness, uh, I'm going to use some exegesis here or was it hermeneutics i always spoke i always mix them up that um maybe god, god is saying that hey i don't actually live in a place you know i don't uh. actually live through one person right that one person i lived through or who was me on earth has come and gone so <laughs> i'm showing my greatness like you know those are the things you can think through when you yeah. use the last point right um so i've not come i've not boiled down to which of the points and when you apply it to your personal lives uh, of things going on in your own life you you can't it's not all the time that you can boil it down to one of these points sometimes it's just a bit of all of these happening oh. so that that's what uh that's that's it's from me that's awesome Interesting. So it, 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 it boils down to, I think, two major themes that we've dealt with extensively over a period of time, which is the extent um, to which the sin of man um, plays a part in life and also the sovereignty of God. And to what extent does the sovereignty of God um, uh, have a, place, a part to play in the life of man? And to what extent does the sin of man also play a part in in the outcomes of his life um i was, i think we'll still leave it leave it open for 
further discussions to go on because we have about 11 participants now i think about three of us have spoken so we'll just leave it um, for the discussion to go on and uh, probably leave the answers or um, I, I will call them contributions that we've made over time just so that it's neutral um, and it's open for your further studies and analysis that's why we have this so that you can open the bible and study these things for ourselves yeah. so it's open if anybody has a different question or wants to build upon what has been said please go ahead okay the first okay <laughs> i'm sorry i think maybe it's not work yeah it looks like it um, it's open. Uh, Anybody can see. Yeah, um, hello. Yeah. Yeah. Hello. Go ahead. Yes. Um, I asked the question last Tuesday. Yeah, it was answered. The uh, oh. we, we 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 couldn't figure out what exactly um, you were saying because Proverbs twenty four verse number ten to eleven was not specifically talking about God punishing. We, we didn't really get the question. So if you can ask. No. It okay. Um, uh, um, the question is. Um, I think you're talking about the fact that uh, not everybody has a um, difficult time just to like it's not supposed, it's supposed to happen. My level talks Please about, come again. Uh, level talks about there being a, a day of adversity, like a certain day of adversity every month's mm-hmm. life. I, I don't. They didn't mention every month's life too. But the Bible mentions the day of adversity. Hello. Yeah, we can yeah, hear you. <laughs> Yes, it mentions a day of adversity. Okay, so in your one of your when you're still on Tuesday, you are kind of like, is it allowed? Like, is it supposed to happen in your life? Like, uh, does God allow it? That kind of thing. But if I'm if I'm not quoting you wrongly, but from what I heard, that's why I put the question that um, correct in the prophet said. It mentions a day of adversity. And if it's a day of adversity, in my opinion, I think it's more or less like. There's just that particular day in everyone's life, like that day of adversity. Okay, we can talk about Christ's expression through the cross, among other expressions and other people's lives. So that's day of adversity. So I, I don't know if I get, get where I'm coming from, but my question is, there is a day of adversity which must happen to every man. Oh, um, I think I think this is in relation to um, Job's. Um, Job, yes, yes. Uh, Supposed trial and tribulations. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. So, am I to answer that, or MK? I don't know. Am I to answer? Oh that? no, 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 no. We move on. We move on. Um. So it it's it's still in line with um, everything that we are we are speaking about. So um. Okay. This this also has to do with the 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 sovereignty of God. His interruption in people's life to cause some sort of um, change. Okay. And let's let's go on. Anybody, anybody. Um, I I I I had um something to say concerning what Nathan said. Um, why does God allow it? And he said it's to show his glory. And I'm like, don't we have a notion that God is supposed to save? So if it happens, shouldn't he come and save? Uh, the 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 example we used was blind Bartimaeus when he was saying, "Son of David, have mercy on me." The disciples were preventing him. Then, oh, 
he said allow him to come and they are like what sin did he do is it his mother is father is it so that the glory of god can be seen and he healed him so um if coronavirus we find a cure men find a cure is it the glory of god is it his intervention or it is our own intervention what 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 role does god play in all of this isn't he supposed to save uh can i speak yeah i mean to go ahead uh like I, i i didn't come in early so i missed what you were starting so maybe after i speak maybe you would recap me so that i just get what you were discussing um right. for example god is sovereign and he allows what he wants to come into the world but there are certain things that we call for them you understand um for example if we are in this world and we wouldn't focus on doing good like before the corona season that came and there are other things that happen that the other things that happened that um we were depleting the ozone layer and all those things we are calling things for ourselves when james when you read him the temptation comes and we call it for ourselves so me i see it as corona things we called it onto ourselves it's not like god what to us that's what me i see hmm interesting perspective i think that's what basically most people are saying that we called it upon ourselves so it means we are agreeing that it's not god uh, i think i'm not sorry has something to say yeah my question is um we believe that he created everything okay everything yes. is everything okay so it's true that i called it upon ourselves but why did he create it in the first place hmm Okay so talking about God creating everything we quoted Genesis chapter 1 verse number 30 it says everything that he created was very good and the question is is sin good are diseases good is evil good and is death good Hello. Let me pass this funny. It may not be funny for some of you, but uh, my girlfriend, anytime you have to kill an animal, let's say a mosquito or let's say a mouse, you tell me that why killing it, but it has to return to its family. Okay, while I'm driving at this, <laughs> the mosquito got to malaria, yes. But does the mosquito have a family? Certainly. I think we should make it look like it's not good given all those things. What about coexistence? Okay, no offense. It's, 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 the truth is, it's great to talk about all these things. Mosquitoes cause malaria. If that's the case, then she gets rid of all mosquitoes. So why do we still feed them? Okay, that's my perspective. So, looking at the angle, looking at the angle where, looking at the angle where um, we talk about uh, uh, Jesus is wrong is one thing. But at the end of the day, at the end of the day, we must look at the other side of the disease. Malaria, for example, is caused by mosquitoes. 
to if we generalize them, make it look like malaria is caused by mosquitoes is a bad thing. Okay, so I asked the question. I was like, is it good? I didn't necessarily conclude that it's bad. So it's that's why it's open for discussion. Is coronavirus good? Is malaria good? So is it God that put the uh, uh, malaria parasite in the female Anopheles mosquito? Is it good? I'm also asking a question. Uh, you want can I answer yes, that? Please go ahead, uh, sir. Rodney. Okay, Rodney. so, yes. I beg can you, you one second. So, okay. yeah, I can hear you. Right. I just have to say something before you go on. We have about eight minutes. this out. Okay. So, um, I'm thinking about how we'll do this. The what's what is happening at the moment, right? Is because um, some of us, some of us have. So we've Hello. gone through some of these things before in the past, and some of these things have been answered. Um, I don't want to have everyone who is on there who are present to have to go through the same uh, teachings all over again. So, Emmanuel, I'm thinking there's someone. <coughs> I think it's Nana. Yeah. Um, I'm thinking what, what what we should do right now. Why don't we rather, um, I don't know whether the word is synthesized, but just summarize everything that we've talked about in all the teachings into a, a simple um, document with references to scriptures. Okay. Just, to catch, just to catch everyone up and clarify and certain positions on some of these things with regards to the the role of God and the role of man. Um, okay. I think I think that will, that will make the discussions um, simpler. Um, like Asari's um, um, question, for instance, um, concerning um, God, some things that we classify as good and, and bad and the generaliz- generalizations and stuff. Um, we need to. I think. I think. Basically, all I'm trying to say is that we won't be able to tackle all of that in six minutes. So, um, okay. I think. I don't know. Would you? Would you want to do a a quick summary <laughs> from beginning to end to catch people up? Or we, 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 we will get the document. Up? We we will get the document because remember we have one already. We can just edit it. Uh, quickly and then so it won't be like creating a new document right now we are, we are doing decision making right now guys but i we have a, just a few minutes to go and we want this to be very beneficial to everyone and um, that's what so, we're doing that. yes. two things we have the recordings we have the documents we'll edit the documents and send it then especially those who want the recordings will get it but we'll share the document to everyone that's what we will do so that you can go through understand it and bring your points then we can yeah, that will make the discussion better. Um, but but let's 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 go ahead. Asari asked asked ask a question. I think we we'll, we will answer that and then um, we'll continue tomorrow. Right? It's Saturday and Sunday. Yes, Saturday yeah. Sunday. Tomorrow we'll continue with the teachings and we'll have some discussions. So this will continue tomorrow. All right. Let's go. Yeah. So I. It's it's okay. So let me let all of us go and we send the document. Yeah, Binta, go ahead quickly. One minute. Um, you were asking 
someone asked like so god created the bad things like is god good or is god like he created bad things you see man was formerly um from adam that's incorruptible and um the uh, sorry the corruptible man came from adam because adam fell then the incorruptible man came through christ or jesus became the incorruptible man and now we look to him to live our standards that's why the bible says do not conform to the standards of the world but be transformed you know according to the world mosquito will bite you you will leave plasmodium parasite in your system you will get malaria you go to the hospital they will diagnose you of malaria why not you live according to the standards of the world and the bible that jesus became our health so whether plasmodium parasite or no plasmodium parasite i'm living on divine health you get it so mm-hmm. there is a way to live go about things though sin has come the bible says do not be conformed to the standards of this world but be transformed by the renewal of your mind so when we come and accept salvation jesus comes and lives in us but it's complete yet you can work out your own salvation with fear and trembling for it is god who works in us both to will and to do but before god can work in you both to will and to do to live out the salvation or to make sin which is the standards of the world away from you the separated person because he said once we are alienated to the world now we are no longer alienated to the world so you have to let your will power as in everything succumb to what god has yet it was me frankly speaking in some way somehow i'll say god allowed sin to like reign or sin to rule in the world because the only thing he can do away with sin is to destroy the world. And because of man, he's not destroying the world now. Yes, because he loved man. That's what I understand about it. But as to whether God made like made sin or not, I, I don't have a big car point that God made sin. All that I have is that when Adam sinned, God did not take he brought a substitute which when we look onto that substitute we will be saved and that substitute we are looking up to that substitute so he comes that substitute comes again in the form of an iron fist that one then everything will totally be destroyed whether you you are saved or you are not saved he will take out his own and he will destroy the rest you get it okay. so that yeah, thing has yeah. not happened All right then we Okay, so because of time, sorry I had to cut you in, but that's uh, a great point. We'll continue tomorrow. One thing we need to ask ourselves is this. One thing we need to ask ourselves is this. If everything God created was very good, then are the bad things also part of what he created? Also, where did sin come from? We'll send a document with all these, but let's ask, where did sin come from? What was the mission? Why did Jesus have to come? In the first place, why did Jesus have? Did he come to give us a car? a house did he come to give us money why did he have to appear these are questions that we need to ask ourselves when 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 these bad things happen who do we blame them to if god is the creator of everything 
the first thing did he even know it will happen if he knew he will, it will happen why did he allow it to happen why didn't he just stop it why is why are there all these sufferings and nathan made some important points let us not forget them so um we will send out the document and we will also make sure we send out the recordings and tomorrow we continue tomorrow before we continue i will give a summary then we continue this discussion i'd love to hear from people that didn't talk today um nana Beni, who is not uh, nana Beni didn't talk today uh, and Soma maybe your network because i knew you would have spoken uh, before we end we have kobe yankee kobe yankee can you please introduce yourself and tell us who invited you quickly okay hi i'm kobe yankee uh, i'm uh, my kobe is my friend i just saw him uh, i'm a hey, teacher Listen. I don't know what you did here. Wow. Nice, nice, nice. Of course, of course. Yeah. So All right. Who's calling you over there? <laughs> Rodney. I'm not being. Ah. I'm not being. What's up? I did. I did. I did. Yes, sir. Thank you so uh, much I, I for hope, joining. I hope you joined early enough to get something out of it. Uh, uh, no, no, not really early, but I mean, I, I, I got, I joined about 10, 10 minutes ago. Okay, and, uh, okay. But uh, it's been okay, yeah. Mm. It's, it's very anyway, so we can send it. Sure, sure. Okay. So let us also keep at the back of our minds is the idea here is to be able to question things and then find answers to it religion doesn't make you question things and if you don't question things you don't use your brain to full capacity there are answers and we can find those answers there is no confusion in christ listen if you don't know god how can you have a relationship with him if i don't know you how can i have a successful relationship with you so there are answers and we want to find those answers from the word of god and they want to bring clarity to the word of god so thank you all for coming out spending one hour of your precious time uh, to join this discussion tomorrow we continue we meet four times in a week no problem if you cannot join all the four times we record so we can share and so um the lord bless you for joining i'd like to say a word of prayer then we can end uh, father in the name of jesus we thank you so much for such a time like this we rejoice because we have had a successful discussion we are talking about you because we want to be confident enough about whom we have believed and father lord whom we have received Therefore, we pray that as we continue on this journey, your spirit will bring clarity in your word each and every step of the way. Father, we pray that as we are getting to know you more, Father Lord, our identity is being unveiled and we have confidence in who we are. Therefore, we can walk this earth and dominate this earth and truly be ambassadors of you on this earth. We thank you and we know that before we meet tomorrow, Father Lord, each and every one of us will be in good health. Each and every one of us will have a sound mind the power and love that we need to be able to gather. We thank you. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. We experience Jesus on a daily basis. Amen. All right. God bless you guys. Tomorrow, same time, 6 p.m. All right. All right. Thank you. God bless you. Welcome. Bye.